Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Thanksgiving episode of Carnival of Randomness. I'm Rob, here with Zach, Gobble. and we're down in New Orleans, and we're conjuring the ghost of Marie Laveau for this one, because Zach wants some Buddha, didn't Bo you? Boudin. Okay, I Boudin. Want, I want Boudin balls. Well, I pronounced it wrong, so she didn't give it to us, but instead well, she right. gave us a mystical gumbo stew of great music with anonymous willpower. And hi, guys. Hey, Hello. how you doing? And say stuff about yourself. Hi, child. You know how good that now is. I don't like the word Nola because it sounds to me like a kink song. Like I met her down in... <laughs> doesn't it? It doesn't sound like... I've never got that. When they used to have the place Nola... I wonder what the hell that meant, but it's new. Then you put it on when you played out, and I still wonder what the hell is this. I met her in a club in Old Soho. No, it's not that one. It's Nola. Yeah, that, that's what I keep thinking of. You thinking Lola? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> but hello, and everything and how Anonymous are you? willpower is a name that was given to us by our friend Jaffe. We Don and I were in uh, a Velveteen Fox together uh, years ago. With God bless you, Sam LaCara. May you rest in peace. And Greg Andrews and Jay Rep. Anyway, um, we kind of had a bit they're, of a... They're pseudonyms. A, they are. They're pseudonyms. Yeah. For us as individuals. And then when we put the band Well, you together. prefer to remain anonymous. <laughs> exactly. Good willpower to and that's why anonymous. willpower needs to remain anonymous. It's anonymous willpower. I'm Susie Willpower. He's Don Anonymous. And the reason I got the name Susie Willpower is because I wasn't supposed to be eating chocolate because I had a stoop, a stoop, a tube in my stomach. And Don goes, good job, Susie Willpower. <laughs> I wondered about that. Now you know. No, oh, I wondered. Because not to be confused with Passive Aggressive Anonymous. Oh, I love those guys. Which I do love them, but the first time I was like, wait a second, is this a tribute band for you? No, I, I really know, do like no, them. I, you know, I just they played with us. But well, we're not going to um, promote you. You're not on here. So I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would promote them oh, forever I and too. a day. I, they played with They're us. really good. They're like 30s. Yeah, they played with us at uh, Firehouse. Yeah, I was. they saw them. I really liked oh, them. But I just wondered gosh. about the name because I wondered how many people confused it. I know. I I think that's pretty funny. Because it is a little different. I guess they're, anonymous they, fest. I, I, yeah. I, I heard that they don't know who's going to show up. Have yeah, fallen exactly. apart. I do know what goes on there. Because and I, I actually oh. remember you though from Earl Cram Review way oh in the day. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Yeah, but that's what I remember you from. Before that was Edith Head. Oh, I, oh, I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was that like? That was fun. That was uh, Dave Shaheen, Greg, Sam, and myself, and. Um, I had just come back from uh, the Bay Area in San Francisco, Oakland, Novato area. I have no, I have, I have no toes, Novato. Anyway, <laughs> hey, this is Carnival of Randomness. Yes, right? we are. Yes, we are. We go everywhere. Uh, we might talk about Cheerios before we're done. I, right on. I love Cheerios, even though I can't eat the them. The pumpkin ones are horrible. Oh, and why would you even think about that? Blech. Yeah. Anyway, yes. as I digress. Um, <laughs> I met up with Sam because my friend, my friend Gretchen was like, my brother-in-law wants me to sing with him and I just don't. Do you want to sing with him? I just, I'm not so sure about his music. And I'm like, uh, sure, yeah. So she introduces me to him and his wife, Rachel, and their daughter, Helen, who is now, I think his name, I think Helen's name is now Liam. Love you, Liam. Um, anyway, uh, we he played some songs for me, and I was hooked. And we were just doing duo stuff, like writers and books, and all these small little areas, and we packed the house, and it was fun. 
I would be remiss too if we didn't mention uh, cheetah horrors and. Oh, you know, I love the cheetah horrors. Bless you. Love the cheetah horrors. I love my cheetah horrors. They are so much fun. Um, Shalanda. Yes, I'm just thinking Simpson, of her. Please and bless may you, dear. rest in peace. I love you and miss you so much. Um, and I'll never forget that show, uh, the tribute show. Yeah, that was a fun show. Cheetah horrors. The Bowie tribute. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. actually remember when you did your old crime review, and I think you did, was was it Manny Soap? No, what was uh Changes? Oh, yeah. I think. Don? Well, that was back when the book jar. Yeah. Yeah. When they did the David Bowie tribute. Yeah. It was the, yeah, David Bowie tribute, Generation One. They've yeah. done it again with the newer generation. Yeah. But I'm not allowed in the book jar anymore. <laughs> Too old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what'd you do? <laughs> what'd you do to get kicked out of that place? Oh, no. I haven't used no. to clean their windows. Oh, boy. Oh, for drinks. Yes, but Nothing I like remember trade. those. I remember those songs there. But how did you get into music and everything and singing and all your? I always love history, so I always give background stuff. Yeah, well, um, it's really odd for me. I think it starts in high school because uh, uh, my buddies were uh, one of my best friends' uh, uh, brother was in a band. Uh, he's still around, Jeff Costco. Oh. Um, um, and then my uh, his brother, Jamie, who's in now in um, that cover band Ruby Shoes, um, they had a high school band at the time that played a lot of original music, and I had a tape recorder, so a little two-track reel for reel that I acquired. So that was kind of like my first instrument, you know. Hmm. I went from that to like writing lyrics for them when they couldn't come up with ideas, and then uh, recording them, and then. Uh, and in the college, I just uh, took a music theory course. So I'm an adult. Oh, I have to ask. Now, uh, here's secrets for everybody. Don and I were at the same college at St. John Fisher, where we have our Goose and Fred Smart podcast from. And that's who'd you take it with? I don't even remember being there. Well, yeah, actually, Fisher doesn't have music. I actually took it uh, in yeah. uh, Just got, you know. Um, well, I was dirt. getting drunk on the golf course by them. You were taking music. It's pretty good. The difference in intelligence right here. Well, it wasn't even really music. It was just theory, you know. So it was just a basic way of just starting to learn music and then just start teaching myself piano just to write songs. You know, like all. my friend Roy Stein does stuff out of we there all Roy. the time. We love Roy. He has all the Nazareth students, so they're big there. I didn't think Fisher had one. Hmm. Roy and April. No, it's like a transfer course. Lovely, yeah. beautiful day. And you, you have this voice that's just bigger than you. I was born this way. And where did you get into singing, though? I was born. Just doing My it? mom actually thing? said that when I was, when she was pregnant with me, when I was in my mama's belly, I would dance to the music. Anytime I'd hear music, I'd be just like, and she would, she said that when I got out and they played music, I would rock to the beat of the music. Just dancing you away. You said it naturally. Like Coco Pelli. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Coco Pelli uh, is a spirited dance. Oh. oh learn okay. something new. <laughs> See? You learned another <laughs> fact. There you go. You know, it's got the rounded thing. And it's like, which mythology? Yeah. I think it's... Uh, yeah, Zach, which mythology? I think that gone? would be um, Native American. Yeah, I, I was going to say either Native American or... Or, pro- or could be African. I think it's Native American. Yeah. Well, there's I'm the ghost dancing sure. in Latin America. There's all the ghost dancing. Yeah. Well, do you think how important dance and music is for pretty much every culture? 
and the yeah, rituals. Everything and, is music. Yeah, everything is. Based I mean, everything is important. Is and you, you got to add the spirit, spiritual aspect to it. I'm a God girl, so my dad was a minister, so a preacher's kid. So you know, being in churches all the time, singing and singing, and being on stage in front of people, just I just it was just. It just came out. I couldn't stop myself. I still can't stop myself. No, you start breaking out into singing. I'll just break out in song. I was at Mar. I worked at Mario's for four years, and Mario is such a sweetheart. You know, I'd bring my CD. He goes, "You sing. You sing good. I love how you're singing. You can sell your CDs at my restaurant." And I would. You were a special singer. Yeah, I I I remember that they would come down for the shows and everything. Oh my gosh! And I would mention you when I would go there. You know. Mario and Flora, Anthony, Danny, they're they're really nice people, and I'm glad that Mario's is back again. And for all you people who don't like him, that's your fault, not mine. It happens like that. You know? People have their opinions if you like him or not. Oh, but, I love these. But guys. one of the things I, going around in the historical, how did Anonymous Willpower come about eventually? Then when you became a band, because Susie kind of touched on that because a little uh, bit. Yeah, that, her band that she started with her that she was describing from the '90s, Edith Head, the Neurocram. Eventually morphed into Velveteen Fox when Sam wanted to start playing more R&B and soul music, because before then they sounded more like uh, pop uh, rock, power uh, pop, power like '90s power pop. But then he started learning like he started writing songs that were inspired. He started listening to a lot of Otis Redding and uh, and uh, Irma Thomas, uh, and so he started writing in that style. And then he got Susie to sing in that style. Yeah, he gave me uh, a. it really opened up her, you know, range. I always get to be, I describe you a lot of times as if I do an indie film, you're the perfect soundtrack or voodoo rock. There's like a big, voodoo soul, it's like yeah, a gumbo thing where it. there's so much of everything in there. Yeah, we call it voodoo soul. And so, uh, I'm sorry. No, go on. Um, I was just thinking of something, but. Well, long story short, that band broke up with 2010. No, 2013. No. Oh, not Sam 2013. died in 2013. Um, Don't worry about it. And then uh, that's when Anonymous Willpower started. The other one I because think was Professor, still like Professor doing Long here, too. Sure. I, I, that's, that's another one. You know, it's funny. We were actually talking about Professor, I mean, Professor Long here. I love Professor Long here. But we were actually talking about Anonymous Willpower before, in 2005. But we were originally going to think about doing it as a record label uh, or, or a publication of some type, you know, because I'm always into, like, you know, like doing um, copywriting and, you know, working on um, intellectual property as much as, and learning about it as much as I possibly can. So I totally immerse myself in that world. And it's, uh, you, need, you need to learn a lot. Anyway, Sam gave me this Betty Levette CD, and I heard her version of Joy. Who does that, Joy, the original song of Joy? Yeah, that's written by... Um, um, I want to say Veronica Williams. Lucinda Williams. Lucinda Williams. And her version goes, Joy! Oh, oh, my joy! I don't like it no more because they took my joy. Don't like it no more because they took my joy. I think, did you see that took my joy? Armory? I think, I don't know if she, I know one of my favorite songs of hers is Essence. I know Mm -hmm. she played that. I don't know if she played that, but then she went to Dinosaur Barbecue, I guess, afterwards, and she just got up there and started playing. Oh, that's awesome. There was one they did. There was supposed to be the free show outside. It was going to be bad, so they had it at the armory. Are you talking about Betty LeVette? This was uh, oh, Lucinda Williams. Yeah. Oh, Lucinda Williams. And uh, what yeah. I heard was the sound was really bad, but I managed to get up front, 
and the sound was fine, I guess, where I was, but I guess the sound was really bad in there otherwise. But I guess after the show, she just went down to Dinosaur and got up and started playing. Yeah, she was probably staying with Frank and Deb also. You yeah, know, I, I saw think her. She was well, Frank was right by me, and what happened was, I was talking to him, I was saying that, you know, the sound around here isn't that good, but what we were really like in that little pocket, because mm. I think there you have to walk around, yeah, and you yeah, find yeah. something, when you get there, just stay there, because otherwise the sound, the way the building is. Yeah. But it was yeah. supposed to be an outdoor show. I remember it was something with the weather. Mm. I think it was raining. Here or something. You know, raining Rochester. here? No. Ah, <laughs> I saw her pur- purely by accident, a lucky accident. It was that She was at the Lilith Fair. <laughs> this was like around the t- around 2000. Nobody really knew who she was <laughs> then. Well, kind of late 90s, people kind of knew her. This might have been 98. But she was on little side stage <laughs> at the Lilith Fair when it was at Canandaigua. <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed her. I thought she was much better than all the big ads. I think her there. father's name, I think his name's Miller Williams. He's a poet yeah, he's or something. Yeah, famous poet. Yeah. yeah. But Lucinda was, Williams was playing in the 50s. Well, she's pretty... She was huge. She's a... I don't think... Ooh. it's Not in the 50s. Lucinda she's not Williams. that old. I think you better... I think you're... Don't I'm describe... Think, you're you're cut off from any chronologies. You're getting all these years yeah. wrong. You're like... You're like so we'll, we'll be ringing in the year 2012 on <laughs> Carnival of Randoms in a couple yeah. of weeks. So. Yeah. 2012. But one of the things I was going to ask go around is I always... For bands, there's always I interesting stories about <laughs> concerts and tours. Have you have any interesting stories like of like being on the road or on the tour... On, like, shows that are just <laughs> wacky? Because there's always some that are always just nuts. <laughs> I could tell you about a cheetah horse. You can tell me as long as it's not too. As long as the New York uh, cheetah oh horse. Uh, oh, what about it? Night before New Year's Eve after Shalanda. They got caught. They got caught in a snowstorm. We got, too. We got caught in a snowstorm. We played with Joff Wilson and uh, somebody else. I don't remember, but they were really good. And I proceeded to after we played. I was uh, hanging out with my girlfriend, Megan Taylor. Uh, I love you, Megan. We yeah. love you. And uh, I tell she proceeded to. Uh, she and I. Oh, gross. She and I proceeded to. She turned Susie into a mean drunk. Uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't a mean drunk at the time. I was a fun drunk. Because anytime oh, that I drink. Oh, it always starts out that way. We're going to have a contest on here. Let's get Megan, Susie drunk and see which one to go on. We went from bar to bar to bar to bar and had a shot at each bar. I had twenty, at least 22 shots. I've done this before. Megan Taylor, the next morning, I was puking my guts out every five and minutes. I hope you're happy. She did this one to me. Yeah. To a couple times. I, I never, hope you're she, happy. You ever get that sensation where you go out of the place and you go, oh my goodness, it's light out. People are going to work and my day is just done. And then you're trying to get in the car, you slide on the snow <laughs> and everything. But there was the one time Megan was playing oh, and she was dressed up a little like a space girl, like you are. Yeah. And there's this guy, he's bombed. And he just keeps looking. She's got the blue He's going like this. Judy Jetson, Judy Jetson. <laughs> she's trying not to laugh, and I'm going, oh, shut the hell up. That's off. awesome. That's awesome. But hopefully she'll be around. She'll have her uh, on. You know, she usually comes with her husband, Matt, yeah. all the time. I saw her actually in a story a couple of years ago, and then when she was up here for the Beater reunion show. But yeah. just thinking about you, Meg, because you'll get your scratch-offs and yell at me that you don't win for Christmas, and it was just your birthday. Oh, yeah, happy birthday, So happy birthday. But let's go through the albums a little bit. Like, when you were doing the first one, what was the process? Because it seems what I like about you, again, some of these bands, you get them out there, every album's, everything's different. And you sort of have that progression, natural progression. But what would would you categorize the first album as? Speak. Can I speak first? Yeah, go ahead. Don and I 
decided that we were going to write music together. And we were sitting at the table saying, what the fuck are we going to write about? And I said, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Yeah, I love you, I love you, I love you. I say this to him all the time just to make sure because I'm totally neurotic. And I'm like, I love you. Just in case you didn't know, I love you. And we decided to start writing about love songs and how much we love one another. Even though, you know, every 20-year marriage, by the way, thank you very much. Thanksgiving oh. is our 20th wow. year anniversary. Well, this is your anniversary oh. show. The two will have it out there. date anniversary. Yeah, not the wedding anniversary. Not the wedding anniversary. What did you do on Thanksgiving for a day? Is that a date? We went over to my I girlfriend up, Rebecca's yeah, it house. Was, it was like <clears throat> hanging out after Thanksgiving with friends after family. Oh, neat. With my girlfriend. Why can't I think of her last Rebecca. name? Rebecca Capron. We love you. Um, we hung out at her house, and he just put his arm around me, and we started drinking beer, and that was it. Excellent. And then he was like, how the hell do I get rid of this woman? <laughs> now I'm freaking married to her. Oh, my God. It's been 20 years. What am I doing? <laughs> That's the first time I have your first album somewhere That's at home. That's my end of the interview. Yes. Hey, sure, yeah. no problem. Go yeah, ahead. There, you yeah. talk. <laughs> about the first album, I actually have it at home somewhere, but I couldn't find it. My stuff's all around. So well, we're we're out of them too. We, oh, we, if anybody has one, one, it's collectors. Yeah. I, think, I think you might it be is. the only, we only one. We only made two hundred. And I also have this that extra one you have with the little world on it or whatever. The one that's yeah, got yeah, the, that's the second little slim case one. Yeah. We just I remember when you sold the last one. It was actually at Sticky Lips. Somebody came yeah. up and bought it. That was it. Yeah. They were gone. That's cool. They were gone. We originally did that. Only bought. Only made two hundred because that was the first time ever. Because what if we're like the cars and we get found by somebody and they're like, oh my God, they're great. And then, you know, when I was working at Record Time years ago, oh. you, you know, Dave would have all these like freaking like CDs and records and they are all collector's items. And I'd go into the shop every day and clean off everything. I would do trade with him where mm. I'd go in and I'd clean the store and he'd give me five albums a week. Oh, nice. I, you know, I was, I was there for what, two hours a day? Yeah. It's awesome. Dave, I love you. I used to love that stuff about this, the idea before the internet of looking for things and finding yes! treasures. And I love yes! all that it's stuff. Yes, it's so much fun. And I'll find stuff, and I still love that. Thank God vinyl's back. Yep. Yes, and we still have our old vinyl. Oh, <laughs> we you never do? got rid of it. No, I still have it, too. Yeah, baby. Let's go on a motorcycle ride now. Oh, yeah, I still love it. <laughs> Carnival of Randomness. Yes, that's what it is. So... <laughs> So actually, movie got to the other one, the one more because oh. <laughs> I'm gonna let Don talk about this one. Oh, uh, one more medicine show. I'm literally show. buttoning now, my Now you lips. said you do the first, but you do the art on these, don't yeah, you? Because they're do. very neat. Yeah, because the artwork is thanks. Very cool. Eclectic. Well, yes. and I like as always your hat, which is your trademark. I've always did you come up with that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I was inspired by a picture of Jagger once. He had a hat that was similar, but I mean, it's common. It's a tradition to stick feathers in those old. Um, uh, Doctor Hook didn't wear hats. one, did he? Or the one God, that... no, I don't remember whether Doctor. I, I don't know. Why. I, I always remember picture... the eye patch. Well, maybe he did have a hat. Put that a was feather in your I hat. I always picture him wearing a hat when he was playing for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I remember that because that's how they came up with the, with the with the guy and the Muppets. The but how player. did what went into making oh, this Dr. one? Teeth. Because 
I remember a lot of these. I think you wrote uh, one of these. I think you wrote either Homo Galactica or Freak Show. You were writing it on a napkin at one show at Johnny's <laughs> the one time years ago. Because I remember you were showing me Doctor Who, Doctor Who, because we're both big Doctor Who fans. Oh, huge Whovians. So there's something you're and showing she's me. she's awesome. Well, I think Jody's great. Oh, yeah. But I remember you showing me the lyrics. They're like on a piece of paper or something. So is that how it comes up? It just comes out of you? Just... And was there like a verbal theme? vomit? Was there a theme for this? I know melancholia comes yeah, that, from the that's movie. That's a great title for another song. Oh, yeah, yeah, verbal, verbal vomit. vomit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I agree. Me- melancholia Pen- comes from the Van Trier movie, doesn't it? It does from the from Kirsten the movie Dunst. itself. Oh, the her boobies the are so hot and yeah. tatash. Okay. Like in the come on now, All right, Kirsten, we love you. We love her. We love the fact that Kristen, Kirsten, sorry, honey. I do that can, too. Can be. So comfortable with her body to be filmed in the moonlight. Yep. On a golf course, was it? Or something? I thought it was in the woods. I was at the, because it's the the end of the world. It's the end of the world. It's at the marriage. That was why Melancholia was written, because we watched the movie and we were talking to each other. What what would we do at the end of the world? Die. What, what would happen? Well, well I know yeah, what but I'd do. what would we be found doing? Well, we'd be found being probably making love or loving one one another or holding hands. So they asked this question on Rockline one time, and the, the guy from Kansas said, "I would go up on a hill, stare at the sunset, and wait for it to happen." Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You stick your you stick well, a bomb in a lion's butt, and you go up as one. But the but the words were inspired actually by you know like bolts of lightning jolt through my blood um, was actually inspired by a French band called Andochine, which the song is called Kiss Kiss, and I speak French. I'm better at translating it and writing and writing French instead of speaking it formally. But um, I used a couple lines and reworked them from Andochine's Kiss Kiss <clears throat> into a song. And I originally wrote the song in French. Hmm. And, Do you ever um, think of putting an alternative version out of it like that? Doing absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I always point to Elvis Costello. I'm sure you've heard it. I love his alternative version of Accidents Will Happen on keyboards. Mm. And I always tell people that sometimes. Do alternative versions sometimes. What yeah, some of those, those B-sides are actually really Because I saw Bob Dylan when he was in town last week, and he did everything different where it's Bob, so he's playing keyboards Keyboard, this time. And a lot of it was and... off Tempest, so he did, which I love, Soon After Midnight. But when he did Like a Rolling Stone, you sort of, wait a second, is it? Is it? Wait for the lyric. Wait for it. Right, and he would do, right. he'd be playing, then he would go, and when you're waiting, scrounging, and then he would stop and go, for your next meal, and he does, and he did everything different. He did blowing in the wind. You didn't know what the heck it was till he started. He reinvented it, right. and I think that's cool because you yeah, go back to yeah. your material and you go, "There's another way to do it." Yeah, absolutely. Well, I always thought I was always a fan of singles, and I want you to be able to say something. I'm talking. He's you're anonymous. Fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, I always thought having singles and having different, you know, having a single of one song being set out with four or five different versions of the same song, I think is important, you know, but not having it on CD. Look at all the versions of Hallelujah or something yeah, like that. But having it on vinyl and then inside writing a little, you know, message on the inside because yeah. I've always collected albums that had, yeah. like, New Order. Yeah. They always had, like, some little, you know, message in there. They'd be like, yeah. oh, hi, how you doing, exclamation point, yeah. you know, or, or something stupid. But they were all different. And Like I, when I hear the song Multiply, all I think is you're in a church on Sunday. And multiply. 
that's how that came out. That's what I, wow. I, I had a dream that this Literally, angel that's was, what I think yeah. of. It's like, get down. It's like, you well, know. that's it. I had a yeah. dream that an angel came to me, and I woke up, and the angel was whispering in my ear what to say into the microphone. And then you see it, and you hear it. This is a great Is that song. how you do that? Multiply. Where yeah. you do the lyrics, and you lay down the... It doesn't always work that way, but with these particular songs you're talking about, I guess when we start collaborating, it, I'm not going to try to say that word again. <laughs> when we, oh, we start okay. working together, um, that's like I goofed up my the jaw. Will, the, I call it the say that word, My jaw will, you know, will uh, collaboration. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm. The tendency is between is me coming up with an idea of music. Now, I might be working on something like when we came up with Multiply, I was working on gospel uh, exercises. That's what I like. Everything, Um, as I always say, it's like a mystic stew like that sort of. Everything, you get a little bit of everything. And actually, somebody at a gig at Loving Cup mentioned your band is the band other musicians come to see. It's true. They actually did. It's true. And you're sort of like a farm club, too. It's like... It feels... It's actually... It's like Falcon Fairy going on. Oh, I love my Falcon Fairy. Miss Heidi H. Elizabeth Alcott of Infrared Radiation Orchestra. And hi to them. Hi to Kim. Hi to them. And everything. They'll be on here sometime. I love them so much. But that's where I remember her start was. Yeah. She actually, I was giving her vocal lessons. I actually wanted Heidi because she had moved back from Colorado and she just went through this terrible divorce. So we were hanging out and um, she dances so well. And I always wanted, with anonymous willpower, we always wanted it to be like some type of carnival. You know, it's like carnival. Hey, we're the carnival. <laughs> and yeah, and here we are. Well, that was a con- that was a concept behind one more yeah. medicine show. Yeah. Right, um, this one right here. Yes. So I mean, I the song has the art cover kind of looks like that old right. sideshow yeah. traveling yes. snake oil salesman thing going yeah, on. Always, well, I originally was like going to do a bottle. I have like all these different pictures of like bottles and yeah. stuff like that. So. Oh, you did for the CD itself. Yeah, yeah. for the. Oh, that's right, for the CD. Oh, yeah, here it is, right on the CD. Yeah. I totally forgot I love about the creativity that. of this Thanks. stuff, especially because I can't do any of this stuff. Yeah. This picture right here is from Frank DeBlaze. Uh, we yeah, did, that was at the we Syracuse did, Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah we I haven't been to that one. I heard you have to go there. Was it the original? Dirty Little yeah, Pig it's the Show. First one, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dirty Little Pig Show, and Jenny Marks, who is a great writer, she writes plays, and she did the, the. Barber of uh, well, ask Sweeney was... Bob. Oh, Sweeney Bob. So she was like, you know, oh, and says Sweeney Todd. She was the that is, the barber. That's so she's like killing us, and she's pouring blood all over us while she's like slitting my throat. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an anonymous willpower show. It was a no, burlesque but show. Oh, a, I know those all those shows yeah. that yeah. she does. I know so this was our burlesque show that we did. And this was, wow, this was in 20, 2006, I think. And I had just, I'd just gone like this and I'm reaching out and Deb and I are walking away and I'm like, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing. Well, that's where I got the thing where I sometimes call you my space girl because of Homo Homo Galactica in my groovy. Go, go. Say that fight. You could say that, but you can't say that word. I can't say. He he could say. Collaboration. 
But the one here, the guy, I actually think of this year for not, well, now it's kind of darkly humorous. Is I've had to take my dad to the emergency room with the holidays almost every year. And I remember yeah, that song, Emergency, yes, emergency Department Blues. And I remember one of the scariest things I ever saw was having to take him. He had vertigo, and it was late Christmas Eve. Being in the emergency room on Christmas Eve late at night, you see things you never. And didn't that, didn't your song come to you because of that experience? Absolutely. I actually was writing. I took my, because I knew I was going to be admitted. So, <laughs> health girl, I'm very, very ill. I have a lot of issues going on. That's another reason Susie Willpower comes up. I have, you know, some weird thing called lichen sclerosis, which is something that women and men have. One in 10,000 women have this. One in 100,000 men have this. And it's an immunodeficiency just like psoriasis, but it's inside your body also. And I have was in a really bad car crash, which fractured my spine in three places. And I have intestinal issues with another stomach surgery coming up very soon. And yeah, not too happy about that stuff. But you know, I'm gonna, you know, work with what God gave me and you know, be a part of medical science for what people. What cannot be remedied must be endured. Exactly. Sometimes we're handed, say, a thing where life isn't fair and whatever comes at you, you have to live Life's with it. Life's not fair. Make it what you, what, you, what you can. I could be sitting down and being on disability and feeling sorry for myself like half the other, probably most of the population, but I choose to get up and move. The more you move, the better you feel. The more you move, the better you feel. The more you move, the better you feel. When I'm on stage, dude, no pain. I'm shocked at by that. All. I have to admit, I'll see you play, and I remember you had something. You're still all around and everything, and it's amazing that day energy. after the car crash, I was. I on, remember when that happened. Stage at Park Ave Fest with a cane, and I had to stand really still. And I thought to myself, "This is the first time I think I've ever stood still," because my histrionics on stage are, are just like yep. you know, I'm very. I should be in Broadway. You know, or off-Broadway somewhere. Let's not tutor. our I'm going to do a little segue here, too. I'd like to ask, and I found musicians like this, do you have a preference for your equipment you use? What, like in terms of there a special type of keyboard you like or Roland. music? Or... Well, yeah, I have a high-quality Roland. Um, but I like piano. You know, I play, I'm a keyboardist, but um prefer piano over organ. It's... Completely different approach, really. It's some people are sort of picky. I love about organ what they play. too. I mean, I love organ to, for. Um, I love your organ. Atmosphere. But I'm sure. Atmosphere and color. You know, I'm not like. Uh... Oh, so you play piano too? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's worse than lobsters on the piano? Crabs on the organ. No. <laughs> oh goodness. I'm using that. I'm shocked I've ever heard Feel free. That that's that's an ancient one. I can't. Oh, I've never heard that before. That before. Sorry, go ahead. Now we're going to have this one. Um, Every time you play, you're going to say that one. You also have a, um, you use a, well, I play his Insonic a lot, which I love. You play guitar too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I swear I saw string. you playing before. I play bass, I play drums. I picked up violin. I'm picking up, slowly picking up violin, slowly picking up cello. I've been, people give me instruments. Accordion. Accordion, that's right. I've Accordion. only seen one person play the 12 string, and it was uh, Gordon Lightfoot when I saw him do a free concert, and he yeah. pulled out the 12 string for the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I have a Takamini 12 string. It's very nice. It's, she's beautiful. She had a broken neck, but she's like me. She just keeps on going. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I know. Going up to the current album, which is really cool, Trailer Romance. <laughs> Where did the title come from? 
uh, song uh, that um, uh, Susie and drummer Greg sort of came up with. And his wife, Debbie. How did you do this cover here? Because it almost looks like little, like the California Raisins or something. Claymation. We'll have it up for you and everything. Claymation, yeah. That shot was actually taken outside in our backyard on a table. We built our own little sort of background. Uh, This right here, this blue background. Flamingos are great. (laughs) Oh, thank you. This one was given to me by my neighbor, Lori. I love you, Lori. It's a snake plant, isn't it? That's a mother, uh, that's a, I guess it's what, it's called a mother-in-law plant. Oh. As you can see, other podcast listeners. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this, uh, Draw your eyes down are, to the bottom of the screen. There are two flamingos on we'll the left hand side. One I made with clay, the other one is my neighbor's. Yeah. The clouds are actually a boa. Oh. These are um, my daughter made origami birds in the sky made of metal. I mean, metal. Metal. Um, the trees are <laughs> the trees are Easter bunny basket green stuff. Is that Easter spring. basket grass? Yeah. <laughs> This oh, is, oh this my is, God! It is Easter basket yeah, dress. This right here is our uh, Greg's girlfriend's Debbie's little trailer that she has in her yard. The drums were made of quarters and pennies and nickels. Oh, I see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, in a quick glance, drum, it kind of looks like old film. Why did you make his little hat? <laughs> uh, she bought that actually. Oh. As no, is. I, you found that as is, I think. No, I didn't. I made that hat. Oh, you did make that's yeah. right. That's felt. I put a little. And we I just put, put the, the little um, quarterly on top. You know what? The... We're gonna put a picture of this up on our site, and if you could find little quirks in here, like pictures of Abe Lincoln and yeah, stuff, tell us. The kick drum's a soup can, right? No, the kick drum is um is it a the soup condensed can? milk. Uh, oh, condensed, condensed milk. milk can. Um, yeah. Sweetened condensed milk, <laughs> and then I just printed the anonymous willpower. Don made the upright base, and I made all the characters. Wow, oh, this is. And I actually have pictures that I'm putting together. I've taken, I took like a shit ton of pictures and I'm putting them together and I'm also going to be doing some paper and making yeah. a little video. Well, good. So stay, so keep an eye on their Facebook page. And one thing I was going to ask, and I like to ask this question because I always love when you do group years at Superstars, you know, Super, by the well, Carpenters Superstar, thing. Yeah. And are there any other songs you like to do for covers? Or you think about well, doing we, it in the we, future? We do a lot of covers. I know covers. you do a lot of covers. Oh, anyway, it was a preacher's song. Well, since we started this, we Oh, is Janice one of your big influences, too, then, obviously? Nope. No. <laughs> no, it was, it was Sam our old, from our old band that talked oh. Susie into singing a couple of Janice Joplin covers. It took him a year covers. to talk me into doing it. Because um, everybody does Janice. Yeah, and that's I'm true. like, oh, you sound like Janice. I'm like... Well, but she did it quite well, and people liked when she did it, so she got a reputation yep. of singing Janice Joplin I just covers. said, ask that question. I'm going, of course they do a lot of covers. I've seen the show. <laughs> but I always like that when I start crying and everything, going, Susie, I love you. I'll follow oh, you around. I'll God, stalk you. I, love <laughs> you. I won't. But we go to movies together. Yeah. We actually are total geeks. We go to cons together, yeah. comic cons. We we are very very close bosom friends. Yeah. It's true. The thing about um, the covers we do, and I, it's actually changing because we do a cover of Ballroom Blitz, but we do. Yep. It, We'd completely As if James Brown would approach it, we sort of approach no, it. No, and I, I guess that like question then. One of my favorite covers of all time is actually Easy, like Sunday Morning by the Super Suckers. And the way they, well, it's actually Sail On, I screwed that up random. And they take it and they turn it into a country song. Is there a yeah. song that people would go, oh, well, you'd never cover that. It's just so, but you make it your own. Can you think of anything? It's always a cool thing. You know, yeah. I've often thought of that. We don't have too many songs like that. Because most of our covers, we've always wanted our covers to be soul or R&B based 
but with our originals, we we take more liberty. We more yeah. we're more cross. Which is sort of like with the originals yeah. than with the comics, I know, like this. Is there a little bit of a theme to this album? I'm looking at the songs. Oh yeah, trailer trash. Try to put them together. As, <laughs> try to put them together as themes, uh, like with the. Because I'm looking at that with the now. previous one with the medicine show one. You you notice a lot of those songs have to do with performing. In circus and. and Does that just happen it, like organically? We start writing, and all of a sudden it becomes. Well, well, we start putting the album together. I, I somebody was brought up with Sgt. Pepper and and Dark Side of the Moon. So so every time I put something together, I always try to like make the songs, put songs together that have similar content. So with Dark Side of the Moon. So if we start this when the Wizard of Oz goes, we do it on the. Does it follow? Like the trailer romance comes when Dorothy's out by the witch. Well, it wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't be. Uh, it's not Wizard of Oz if you link it up with Trailer Park Shark. On, from the Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> Actually, Trailer Romance, you could probably it, it link it up. It does absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. On the inside, you might I be always, able to link Trailer Romance up to, with the documentary um, on the rise of President Trump because it was recorded, put give, together around that time. Give people their their um. Because we have a song called "Crazy in the USA." Yeah. Yeah. Cops, girls, and guns. That's sort of my. Um, my song, which sort of I combines need, country western with with reggae. I need to apologize to my girlfriend Carla Arcoots. Her name is not on here, and we need to change that. So there'll she be. She took re- all these pictures right here, except for this one. On the inside. Greg's girlfriend Debbie. Yeah, Carla Coots, I love you, and we need to change this. I'm gonna fix this. So if you have a copy of it. Save onto it because it will soon be a collector's item. Yeah. Because yep. they're going to probably I actually do love it. the title of Bubblegum and Old Spice. Just the title, the mix of it. It's like. It's about an ex boyfriend of mine. So, what I was going to ask, a lot of times when I do writing, unfortunately, I find like when bad shit happens, I find an easier time to write about it than good stuff. And I don't know if that's the way for songwriting. Because sometimes I think, in a way, it's therapy where you take it out, it's like, it's move therapy. on, let me get this out of my system. Absolutely. Or you just say, fuck you to somebody. There, I got the square, too. Yeah. Well, Fuck off! Good, now we're worth that little checkbox. Just want to make sure. Motherfucker shit. Pussy. Damn. What's What What are the seven deadly sins? Oh, uh, the, the, the Carlin thing? Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're words. Not but you know, Don does sing in the band, too. Seven deadly words. Yeah, Don has a great voice. I think Don sounds a mixture between David Bowie and uh, Peter Murphy. Put oh, Peter Murphy looks like me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Peter, I used to. He was hot. <laughs> But I remember you did, sometimes you also did your Professor Anonymous thing. Was that sort of more like New Orleans type stuff? Because I can't remember. I see yes, well, I love, my favorite type of piano is sort of uh, New Orleans R&B. Uh, people like James Booker, he's really the king. But uh, Dr. John's a huge influence. Fats at all? And obviously the, the grandfather, that was, well, the older guy that they were influenced by was Professor Longhair. Yeah. And Fats Domino and Professor Longhair are kind of same generation. Now, have you been down? Have you ever played down there or just been well, down there? Well, we, we did, did, did get to go down there in 2016. Um, we didn't play as a band or anything, or but we did it? an open jam at Buffa's, which is in that Treme neighborhood. You know Buffa's? Buffa, Buffa's. He's another one I miss. Yeah. The food. Now that, <laughs> you know, they did that show on HBO, Treme. Yeah, Treme. No, it's we, we that, usually yeah, just hung yeah. around the, the French Quarter. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Susie sang in the French Quarter, too. Where? It, it, just some band just, was playing, some cover band was playing. Just, just walked in and, and just yeah, joined them? Yeah, we, we went well, in, and the band was inviting, so they were a cover band, the band was inviting <clears> people who could sing in the audience up to play with them because they were kind of like this 
They were one of those, you know what they reminded me of? Like the Boogie Band. Or what was that band that used to play Water Street all the time? Oh, they yeah. just played tons of covers. Disco covers oh, and blah, 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 those, anything. Yeah. But anyway, it was, they were kind of one of those bands. And Prince had just died, mm. right, in 2016. And we yeah. had just learned, um, we had just learned, compares uh, Nothing to Compares to You. The original yeah. way. Yeah, you sound, I've, I've heard that the one. The Prince version of Nothing Compares yeah. to You, yeah. which we yeah. need to bring back up again yeah. because I really uh, love that and, song. And, uh, yeah. She yelled that out, and they had her come up, and they did it. Yeah, Is it so too it early great. to ask yeah, for great. like what the future holds in terms of concepts or anything here? Or is it just at the back? No of the clue right now. Right now because, just, isn't it kind yeah. of cool though, where it's just going to go where it goes? Isn't just it? coming right. up. You know what we do? <laughs> we I think all musicians do this, but we we make up song names. I mean band names. So I think the next one is going to be Trashy Limbs. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we were listening to we were listening to a lot of Little Steven in the underground garage. I guess he was he was great here. I guess he just played here a while back. I guess he was really good. Yeah. Oh, we're, really, I didn't even I know, know he's about been touring, but I he was here. I don't yeah. remember him. What I may know somebody who's seen him. We can talk at. about it, about it later on. But well, I did meet him years ago when he was here with uh, the he was he was working with the Chesterfield mm-hmm. Kings. Yeah. Well, one of the things, now you have a gig coming up on Saturday, right? Yeah. Which we'll be in, where is it? Explain it. It's at Rosen Crown, the old Monty's Crown, the, which is the old Rosen Crown. Monroe Avenue in yeah. 490. And we're having a ho- the first annual Rosen Crown holiday extravaganza with anonymous Bill Power. See, we have people. You said anonymous Bill Power. I thought Yeah, I there. there was. <laughs> Sorry. My Bill name power. is Susan Bill Power. How you doing? Bill power, we like have it. possible likes of Bill Tiberio coming along. We also have Meg Gaiman who might be showing up. We don't know who's showing up yet because I just all invited them. So we'll see. Well, you never know. This, come on down. You never yeah. know who's going to be playing at it? the first annual Anonymous Willpower Holiday Extravaganza. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock kickoff. 10 o'clock kickoff time. No, that's that's right. Right. They, they start earlier, though. Yeah, no, they might start around 9. Oh, that's right. We're going to start at 9. Screw they what I said. Forget start what I said. A little earlier there. Because we'll play, Later. and then we'll have an open mic, and we'll have people come Usually up and do and we'll th- fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. And f- for all those listening, we'll throw a thing in the bottom so you can look at it yeah. and go there. And where do we get a hold of all your stuff? Yeah. Plug time. Shameless plug hour. Ooh, we are on iTunes. We are on uh, Spotify. Spotify. I saw you. I found Bandcamp. you guys on Bandcamp the Bandcamp? other day. Bandcamp? Everything's on Bandcamp. Even our first CDs on uh, Bandcamp. Yeah, I saw all, all the physical albums. copies. We have those, and of course, you can get them at Record Archive. Uh, yeah, Record. Yeah. Um, plug to Record Archive. I love those. We guys. love the Record Archive. We also love. Um, Hello, on Monroe Avenue. And Bob we always shop. have Bob, Bob Shop. Bob Shop. Bob shop. We Hi, Tom. Bob shop. Hi, yeah. Tommy. Hello, Tom. We might be doing one from there sometimes. So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to bring more CDs to him. He needs more CDs I from think, us. I think yeah, we do, yeah. Very cool. Um, we also are at www.anonymouswillpower.net. And if you are nice to me and you contact Susie Blair... Or www.facebook.com slash Willpower or Susie Willpower, whichever one it is, and you're nice to me, I will personally bring a CD to you that you can buy. You're going to get somebody in the Yukon now. <laughs> Great! <laughs> It'll give well, me a the reason. best way to find us is anonymouswillpower.net. That's uh, our yeah. Well, there you go. That'll, be one, of the top, that'll yeah. be one of the top links. Check them out. We well, also have another uh, website that my daughter made for us called Anonymous 
willpower.com. Don't confuse the people. Yeah. I'm going to confuse the people. Oh, you should see the amount of links I throw in. I'm surprised yeah. nobody's hunted me down and slain me yet. Awesome. We're oh. also on... Sorry. No, go on. We're also on... Um, <laughs> this is really funny, guys. We're on Twitter. But Anonymous Willpower is too long of a name. So it's yeah. Anonymous Will. Yeah, they, they, got, they, got us on, <laughs> they got us on that. We are Carnival of Rand. We're like Anonymous Will... Anon, anon, it's like Carnival of Rand One or something. I don't even know how it's I guess spelled. Like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> but this has been cool, guys. I'm glad this having you great. down here. Kind of you back for stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. Maybe come back. Do it again. We'd like to do it with the with the with the guys here also. And oh, just yeah. do like sometime a, we'll like come a out hoedown. You, yeah, like, sometime when you're when you're playing something or rehearsing sure. something, we'll come out and yeah, you can sure. even debut yeah. a practice thing oh, for. Yeah. And we have to do a little plugging. Oh here. yeah, I got to do the plug for plug our time. It's yes. it's time for plug time. That's right. He's still with us, and if you still and if you are interested in sponsoring us, get a hold of us. But still, Upsitnik and Associates, law lawyers for you, the people. For in reality, from the Supreme Court in D.C. to Alaska, all points in between. This year, he's celebrating 40 years. He's on the internet, UpsitniksLaw.com, on the Facebook, Upsitnik and Associates. He still sponsors us. He still loves us. And we have another big one coming up. We have the Little Lily Association oh, having yes. a Christmas tree lighting on December 8th. It's at Firehouse Number 5 on Ooh, Lyle Road at 520. From From 5 o'clock to 7, there's going to be a choir. A choir? There's going to be cookies. And there's I hear going to be Santa's goodies. going to be Santa's there. Santa's going to be there. And the weird thing is, whenever Santa's around... Zach's a claustrophobic I, because he doesn't I, care. I, yeah, I, so I'll be interviewing Santa Claus. Yeah, I, I have heard that Santa will be interviewed ho, on ho, December ho. 8th. May I say Soon. my good friend uh, Bob Brenna from Brenna Brenna hmm. Voice also has something called Mastermind. I mean, it's Master, yeah, it's Mastermind, which is very similar to Masterclass. Mm. Uh, check that out, um, BrennaBrennaBoyce.com. They're on Main Street. He helped me get everything we'll, yeah. together. He's a, yeah. he's a good And we shall say happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and we're going to give you a Thanksgiving treat, and it's no turkey. We're going to play a song from Trailer Romance, and you're going to have Little, Little Hitler. Hitler. You want to just lead us into it, and then I'll see you, and thank you for Zach, Don, Susie, and Mazel Tov. Yeah. And, and happy Halakwan. And happy Tofurky, Tofur- too, for all those. Ooh, oh, God. So <laughs> what's the song about? We shall then play it. That song is about a racist who turns himself around. So like it's, not a, pro, it's not a pro, calm down people, it's not a pro-Hitler song, okay? No, it's We're not. not yeah. giving the Nazi salute right Well, now. for you not nationalists out there, think what you want. But I... That's very neat. It's interesting and it's cool. We'll play it and happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks a lot. And happy Thanksgiving and yeah. keep on voting and, and knock down those doors and keep voting, everybody. And apologizes to Steely Dan. Once you hear the song, you might. Oh, yeah. Similar. Oh, thanks a lot and gobble gobble. I could be sued by Donald Trump. Gobble gobble, hey! Gobble gobble, hey! And that's all. That's all.
Senhor!